0: Hey guys, um back again. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Imani Talks Astrology. It's Gemini season and we have not one but two episodes um for this season because there's just a lot of information um to kind of talk about. It probably could have been shorter. It's not, it's fine. Anyway um I hope you enjoy this episode (sighs) oh yeah thank you for your patience in waiting for it to kind of come out I of course wanted to publish on the first day of the season that's not what happened it's fine everything always works out in the in the timing that it needs to um yeah uh thanks again for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed both of these episodes. This first one will be an overview of the entire season um, and the lessons that are kind of there to be learned and then the specific details will be kind of be carved out as we discuss the aspects um, that are happening during the season. If you do have any questions um, or comments you can always feel free to dm me or leave a voice message. Thank you and enjoy! (music) Hey guys welcome back so let's go ahead and get started this part will be kind of tarot and also kind of notes because my mind has been racing (laughs) so I've needed to write things down as I kind of come into an understanding and seeing of them so that I can make sense of what's happening right? So the Gemini season this year is a little weird. I feel like usually we associate this with a time of childlike fun and exploration, um, connecting with people, talking, exploring um, new ideas, learning, sharing, um, coming into an understanding of our ideas and attitudes about things. And it's definitely, that is still there, but there is this really deep, intense, (coughs) sorry, emotional energy that is still kind of lingering from that really intense Scorpio full moon that we just had. And from what I've been able to see by recording this episode three fucking times is that (laughs) it doesn't really go away. And it kind of morphs and transforms into something else. Um, and, you know, while there is this kind of weird um, and uncomfortable shift um, from the comfort zone that is created by fixed earth in Taurus season, where, you know, after this really deep and intense emotional purging um, that happened... Over the last couple of weeks of the season, it has just, even tourist season within itself has been very deep and very intense. Um, And that has, of course, pushed us to be like, okay, it's time to sleep. It's time to rest. I, yeah, 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 well, it's just like, okay, I'm tired. Like, lays in bed, covered in blanket, sipping wine. You know, like, that's kind of the feel. And then right away, you know, where we've done this really, again, this deep emotional purging and then we're kind of pushed, you know, into this place where we've had to redefine our value, redefine this kind of stable structure that we have about ourselves and our security in ourselves and our surroundings. And then we're asked to grow that. Um, We're asked to make that flower, make that become something um and by connecting with other people you know and it's like I just got used to being alone I just got used to being by myself and having to leave so much room you want me to fill that space up now with something new with new experiences and so with that there's kind of also this really weird kind of watery pull that we'll have for a majority of the season as well. I kind of um described it as like the the carbonation inside of soda. It kind of burns a little. It's a little harsh, especially if it goes down the wrong windpipe. Um where it's like, ooh, like it kind of burns, kind of good, but it also kind of hurts, you know, and it's kind of like eroding the inside of you, you know, and it's just like kind of having to kind of deal with that. I feel like there's still a lot of sensitivity that we have. We're still in the process of healing, and it can be really easy. I think one, I think I've seen in looking at the cards in doing this again three fucking times, um, is there being this like really weird fear that people have of being able to extend themselves or being able to kind of throw themselves into the the spontaneous ringer that is Gemini season there's this fear of getting hit you know and not to say that you won't get hit um but I feel like that's what people are really afraid of you know that in connecting there isn't a promise that things are safe in being able to go and start something new there isn't that promise of things you know, being comfortable, it's actually quite opposite. It's promising that you will be very uncomfortable. Um, It's a little bit frazzling and it's a bit mysterious and scary. I feel like Geminis naturally have this inclination and excitement towards doing and going into the unknown, all of the time which is kind of really exciting and interesting to them because their mind won't stop them from doing that even when they get into like a really really deep and dark place but they have this really fun and interesting way of kind of bouncing their way back out think about the nature of um, the god um, Mercury he can be in all of the realms we talked about this in the in the intro Um, and to kind of be taken along on that journey and that adventure where it's like, oh, you're in heaven, you're on earth, you're in the, the underworld, you're this, you're that, you're there, you're there, you're dealing with this, you know, you're running errands for Zeus, you're running errands for, for Hades, you're doing this, you know, you're back and forth, up and down, all around, you know, kind of being pulled in so many different directions in this mutable season, it can be really easy, or really hard for you to feel like there's room to catch your breath, especially when you just got comfortable like we literally just got comfortable and then we were made extremely uncomfortable and so then we're like okay I'm gonna go do this to make myself comfortable again and then it's like oh shit now I have to be uncomfortable again and so there is this kind of weird in between that people will be afraid of that some people will either be dragged into and on the other side of it it will be like yay that was fun or they'll be like oh my god that was fucking terrible um there is a promise of abundance, um, however, that does require us to be brave with our thoughts, our ideas, and our attitudes. Um, There has to be an understanding uh, that we have to use them as an extension of our security and our stability of self, um, that we can express our worth boldly um, with an understanding that it may, or that it will work out in the long long term. I think you know, the thing with Gemini season is there will be many opportunities where we say things, um, where there are words kind of exchanged. And that's the the energy of the season, um, that make room for misunderstanding, make room to be wrong, make room for you to kind of step on some toes, hurt some feelings, have your own feelings hurt. And I feel like there's ultimately a kind of fear of that. Um, But what I kept seeing was this weird blending of the, um, air and earth energy, uh, where it's like, you can't be afraid of that in the the short term because long term there is lots of promise in what the connections will bring, what the disconnections will bring to us as well. Um you know, we will mis misspeak. We will make mistakes. We will get things wrong. And that's definitely a part of the work that has to be done. Um, we have to understand that this is only the beginning. Like we've literally, all of us have just closed out a really big kind of emotional, um, purging cycle, you know? And because of that, there is, um, that freshness, that new beginning that kind of awaits us. Um, And we can't really be bound to indecision um, because of the past. We cannot um, be caught up in being and feeling unmotivated. There's not a lot of fire in the air this season, which is a bit of a drag. Um... And so it can be easy, I think for some people there will be, what I already see is there's a lack of confidence that exists, um, a fear of taking risk, Um, and there is a bit of directionlessness that's kind of felt because of the mutable quality of the season. It can kind of have you feeling, again, like you're being pulled in a thousand different directions, and it can kind of feel like idleness. Um, But I think there is again, a comfort that must be had of being in this really kind of weird in-between place um, where we just need to collect um, things and bring them to the table and we can worry about being strategic and sorting through them later. We don't have to do that until Virgo season, y'all. Like, right now we're gathering. Um, we don't really need to worry about the the deals and making anything, like, official, until like Libra season so it's like you know the summer is to have fun and is to play um but it also unfortunately will be a time in which we kind of have to do a lot of really deep and intense emotional work especially related to um family and childhood um It's definitely a Wheel of Fortune-ish season. I'd also say that because that card came up. But it's kind of like feeling like the wheel is kind of turning back and forth and up and down and all around. Like it's idling between between bankrupt and $1 million and a trip to fucking Mexico. And it kind of looks like it's going towards bankrupt. It also might feel like you're strapped to this wheel and somebody is throwing fucking axes at you. Um, But there is a kind of power to this season. There is an element of danger to the season um, because of the power of the word that we have. Um, And that's what kind of makes it a bit dangerous and a bit risky. The risk isn't necessarily in terms of what we're doing, but in what we're saying. Um, Again, the opening theme was speak truth to power um and there is also that leaves room to speak truth to disempower as well which is really funny given um the political climate at this moment it's really funny once a uh, card that kept coming out is the ten of swords which is really funny because it is the sun and gemini card um go look up the the Ten of Swords if you're not familiar with what it looks like. I'll also say it's a dude literally laid out on the floor with ten swords in his back. Um, it was very funny because it's like, the worst is <laughs> behind us. Um, that's kind of what the the card symbolizes, which is really kind of a dark kind of funny thing, given the fact that this person is literally stabbed in the back. Um, haha, Gemini, so funny. Um, and with that, I think the again the tenderness that's kind of had after being wounded uh over sensing over sensing Hmm. interesting overcoming over sensing let me finish saying what I was saying using the wrong word slip and slipping away I guess over sensing betrayal interesting you know that doesn't really make sense but it also kind of does in the in the way that like this anticipation of being hurt because the thing is like the 10 of swords kept coming out in reverse so it's not ending of the cycle i feel like lots of people are still really stu- stuck um and stuck in the past and i don't think there's an ability to really identify where it's coming from or really seeing that it's a lot deeper than what you may have uncovered or what you allowed yourself to uncover during that Scorpio full moon. Um, one of the things that I've really noticed, um, you know, every single season this year, I think has there's been an element of difficulty because the ruling planet has been in aversion every season so far. What is aversion? Um, aversion means a strong dislike or um, disinclination, but there also is a Astrological meaning as well. Let me go to my notes. Um, I was a part, or not a part of, I viewed this um, uh, workshop. Yeah, this astrological webinar, or whatever, by Demetria George. Um, check her out. She's a really amazing astrologer. Um, Aversion basically means when a planet isn't in one of the five Ptolemaic aspects. For those who don't know what the Ptolemaic aspects are, they're the the five most simple ones. They were, of course, um, came up with by Ptolemy, um, who was an astrologer and definitely um, has uh, written some of the uh, texts that really have informed the way that astrology exists today, at least the traditional no, I'm sorry. The Western um, form of astrology, and so aversions. When people talk about like inconjuncts and um, those are in that realm. Um, with that, she mentioned there is a fear, mistrust, angst, frustration, worry, hyper vigilance, or complacency with the particular energy. And so, in a way, it's kind of like there being a particular blind spot that we have each season where we don't understand that the underlying theme and root of something is related to something different than what it appears Um, because again it's in our blind spot and so we can't necessarily see it Um, and so she said it's like driving you check the blind spot you're it's either the hyper vigilant um, driver Um, who has the fear of worried of what can't be seen. So like you're driving and you're checking your blind spot and you're worried about what you can't see, so you stay in the same lane. (laughs) Or um, you, yeah, that describes exactly what I just mentioned. Um, Or there's a complacency and there's a tendency to overlook that and and react and kind of go into that. Um, Or again, you can check your blind spot. You can hope and see that maybe you, make the right choice um or can see what you th- was unseeable um and you make a decision from there those I guess are kind of like the three options that we have this season so what that looked like in Aries season we had freaking uh Mars and Taurus in what the fuck was that I keep seeing a, a light in the corner of my eye I wonder who's here ha <laughs> Um, in Taurus season we had Venus in Aries and now in Gemini season most of the season we will have um, Mercury in Cancer so it's like all of the things that we're saying and kind of coming into have some stake in are deeply related to what we're feeling Um, and a lot of our ideas are kind of rooted from this a place of emotional safety that we kind of crave. And that is evident in the way that we interact with people. So we're either being very careless with our words in the same way that we're careless with our emotions, um, or we're being overly careful because we're overly aware of how we feel. um, And so that keeps us from connecting or we understand how we feel um and we may not necessarily be too sure about what we'll say or how that will kind of be communicated or vice versa and we kind of go into the season like you know whatever happens happens you know and cuz i kept finding you know as i was looking through the cards after fucking recording this thing 3 fucking times um that the season just seems deeply emotional um you know and it's again it's a time that is usually about connecting it's about idea sharing and it can be very fruitful for creation if you think about mercury the ruling planet um in mythology and you think about the really interesting role that um he plays mercury or hermes you know if you're looking at greek mythology plays in some of the stories and the mythology when we think about like the creation of the peacock um go look that up um when we think about uh i believe that he had something to do with um Persephone being in the in the underworld at least being able to communicate um you know and I could be wrong um, I'm open to being wrong but like this really kind of pivotal role that he has um as a background figure in the communication process right and you think about it in connecting and just kind of opening yourself up to new ideas and new things there in your back of your mind kind of stores this reserve of fresh information that can kind of pop up and be utilized at any particular time But again, this season kind of comes on the heels of this really intense Scorpio full moon um, and we're not out of it and we're going to be bombarded by more feels and confusions and it's a little, I guess, overwhelming in a way. Um, But it also really kind of calls to the amount of emotional work and shadow work that must be done, we will be called to again, transcend all three realms multiple times over and over again, all throughout the season being pulled up and down out and around. And you have to remember that you can stop and catch your breath. It's okay to say that's enough when it's enough. Do not allow it to kind of pull you um, to a point where everything really kind of becomes confusing. There are a couple of days where things can get really intense and confusing. I will, of course, mention those. Um, But yeah, other than that, uh, that is kind of a, I guess, precursor to what to expect during Gemini season. Um, It was really funny when I was reading earlier I tried to use the Miss Cleo power deck um I was watching um House of Oshun and uh her Saturday Night Live video go check it out it's like two hours long but it has lots of really good information she was raffling off these decks and she was talking about how connected um and how powerful they are and it was really funny the as I was like I just shuffled the cards and the first card that flew out was the lovers which is the the Gemini card in the deck so I was like, whoa, this is intense. Um, but yeah, I won't be using that deck. Um, I'll probably just use my original um, Rider weight deck. Um, the next two sections, hopefully I'll keep them to 20 minutes each. I've already written out the aspects so that I don't have to keep looking at my fucking calendar. Um, and we'll just go from there. All right. Thanks for listening. We're going to take a break. Hey, y'all. So as you can tell... The entire recording of the episode wasn't a wash, but most of it definitely was. <laughs> it has went from one... Oh, I picked the wrong ones. Ew. Don't you hate when you don't pay attention to the produce that you get and it's trash? I'm experiencing that as I'm trying to report. Anyway. Um, it wasn't a total wash, but it went through you know oh maybe there needs to be two episodes so oh, this episode's almost two hours long to you know it's just a bunch of just really annoying really weird shit um and then I stopped because I was getting angry um <laughs> uh and I realized that the Gemini Sun uh creates a T-square um, for those who are not familiar with what a T square is, a T square is when, so for, of course, for a square, haha, in a chart, you know, there are four signs in each modality. And so a T square is when three of those four um, signs in a modality are filled with planets. When the sun enters Gemini, um, it starts to create an approaching square with. My Chiron as well as my Saturn. No, my Ma no. My Mercury. Yes. No. Um I think I don't know. I think it's definitely my Saturn. Um and so there was this really intense need for me to get everything right and for it to be perfect and I sorry if you hear all these like kitchen noises this kind of it's like talking to a friend on the phone (laughs) um it was like this intense need for everything to be perfect and like if everything wasn't perfect I was letting people down I was being a liar I was being deceptive I was being a fraud blah 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 and I was like okay that is enough if that's how you feel you should stop Um, because that is not conducive to creating anything that makes any sense at all. Even though, in listening back, it was very accurate. It was actually scarily accurate. Um, I had a friend who's probably listening right now. Um, I had picked up on this really weird, um, interaction between two earth signs. One of them was an old... Older and another one was younger, and they were having an argument over something. Um, And the older person was just being really kind of smug about it. Um, And the younger person was kind of left to carry this emotional burden that this person refused to kind of acknowledge. Um, And it was really interesting, you know, and I, of course I didn't share this with anyone because I didn't publish this episode. Um, but when she was talking to me, I was like, you know, I literally just this entire episode, not the entire episode, but a really nice chunk of the episode that I made talked about that specific, that very specific situation. Um, and I say all that to say it really puts in perspective, you know, this really kind of weird semi-polarizing energy that's kind of exists right now in this season um where there is quite honestly an immense amount of pressure that we will feel during Gemini season and it will be very kind of difficult to pin down why um which is why this episode is called Blind Spot um Coming into the week, we had, and I don't really talk about the moon unless we're talking about like the quarter moons or the um, full moons, new moons, you know, of course the the major lunations. But with the season starting with um, the moon in Capricorn um, and Mercury and the Sun in Gemini, there is this very odd blind spot that we all have and have likely overlooked um, because it's difficult to see because, again, it it is in the blind spot. It's kind of out of our field of vision, and it made it very difficult to us to kind of pick up on the emotional... Well, one, it was hard to pick up on the emotional undertone to the things that we were saying and how it was impacting people, um, thus creating some sort of kind of polarizing relationship, you know, with, with others in the meantime. We, because we missed that, because we couldn't see that. And on top of that, those emotions and things were likely things that were repressed that we weren't even very, you know, aware of. We know how the moon is when it's in Capricorn. Um, and so it was just very this really weird kind of energy. Um, and it's weird because, you know, Chiron, in at least in my chart, you know, is saying, hey, let's acknowledge this wound you have related to being perfect and being perfect for other people and how that feels. And me, you know, and, and my role in this particular time is being able to give and deliver a particular message to somebody and really having this kind of, I guess, cognitive dissonance. I don't know if I'm using that phrase correctly Um, in terms of being able to understand the the gap between me being able to provide (laughs) a service or provide content and the kind of emotional underpinnings that are impacting my ability to do so. So it was very much so a day where I was kind of like in the throes of that energy and we will find time and time again that this season You know, while it is about connecting with people, people are going to be very sensitive. People are going to be ready to be upset. People are going to be jumping to conclusions. People are going to be mad (laughs) when you upset them. um, It's really possible to say things that cannot be unsaid. And you might say them to someone that's not really going to want to forgive you. Or if they do, it's going to be petty. It's going to be passive-aggressive. It's going to be kind of annoying you know but i think overall the the biggest takeaway that i've had in my own kind of back and forth struggle with trying to publish this fucking episode is understanding that there is a comfort that we must have right now in not having the answers in not having everything figured out in being in a very childlike and kind of in a way experimental phase of life when we're looking to kind of grow the things that we planted back in Taurus season where we're looking to branch out beyond the foundation that we've kind of created ours for ourselves in order to grow right and because of that it's going to be mad uncomfortable because of that you're going to in some cases meet and connect with the wrong people you'll also connect with the right people and it's just a matter of the risk that we have to be willing to take um, or we will fall short of whatever goals um, that we have um, because we're so afraid of being wrong because we're so afraid of not doing it right of not being perfect of not you know doing the things I guess um, per se And that is why, um, if you saw my, um, Instagram story, uh, I won't say always check, but you definitely should. Sometimes I put hints about what the podcast is about, um, which is kind of cool in terms of being able to kind of get your brain running to kind of think about, you know, what this season means for you and what it's kind of like. Um, and, and, and in this instance, it was kind of like this. The book that I posted was Rebecca Solnit's um, um, A Field Guide to Getting Lost. It's really funny and it's very full circle that I'm reading this book now. Um, me and a friend have been joking about this book for a while. She has of course read it and lent it to me. Um, uh, she talks about what is referred to as the the blue of distance. In the book, I haven't gotten to that point yet, but this is the, the this is the part that kind of pulled me in and made it interesting to me. Um, the blue of distance. Um, when you look at a mountain and you kind of see how far it is, and she talks about this kind of um, blue as being the color of longing. Um, it's a destination that is so far away that we long to become closer to, but the closer that we get to that thing, the further that it gets away. Right, um, in a field guide to getting lost um, the the very first the very first um, part of it was so profound to me um, in terms of it really kind of in a way putting in perspective exactly what this Gemini season is really like. Gemini is my favorite sign, um besides my own. I actually would say that I love Gemini's more than I love Aries. Um, because I love how much they fluster other people, um, because the Gemini nature does not fluster me, because I guess in a way I just get it, my mom's a Gemini, um, I feel like what really frustrates people about mutable signs and Geminis in general, is how hard to... to pin down they are it's very hard to understand what their next move is they're not always very predictable sometimes they are Donald Trump um but in some instances they are not and that can be very frustrating to people who like predictability I would say for the most part um Cardinal and fixed signs, of course, fixed signs are very predictable, um, but even cardinal signs to a certain extent, there is just a certain amount of consistency in, in one particular direction that you can expect from them. With mutable signs, that is not the case at all. Um, and that is why mutable signs rule the end of the season. Um, in the same day, there has been, it, the high has been 96 degrees. Um, it has been extremely hot um and then the entire sky went black um and there was this really really big just downpour of rain um for maybe 30 minutes and now it is completely cleared away and the sky is like crystal clear and beautiful in the sun of that that is the perfect um that is why this is a mutable season because the the weather is just really wonky and really fucking weird um in Colorado it's fucking snowing you know like and it's 56 degrees and you know it's just like Yo, when summer is tomorrow, and you know Gemini season's like, yeah, no, you want to see summer? Cool, I can also show you winter. Um, but I feel like to sorry to deviate from the point, but I think that did illustrate what I was trying to say really well. The unpredictability people don't like that. People, um, for the most part, are creatures of of habit and routine. Um, mutable signs, um, for the most part, not necessarily in their personal lives all the time. Um, my mom is definitely a very organized um, individual and she definitely values structure. But it, the spontaneity, the way that they integrate spontaneity into so many aspects of their life is fucking confusing to people. The way that they switch their opinions, or the way that they switch damn near fucking everything is just very, it sets people aback. Um, I, as someone with a very mutable chart, I am oftentimes criticized for changing my fucking mind all the time and it's like yo that's just the way that it is um but again I think what frustrates people the most about mutable signs is that they are in a way the physical embodiment of how paradoxical humans are um and how paradoxical human nature and how paradoxical the human experience is where there are so many different possibilities that lie within one person you can never have one person just figured out you can't you know what I mean even though we think that we have people figured out we most definitely do not and there are things that people do and say that remind us of that all the damn time and I feel like this is something that again um, our mutable friends, Gemini's included, embody very often. And I fucking love it. That being said, um, it can be very easy in this season to feel like you're being pulled in many different directions and not really understanding or being able to pin down the particular way to go. It's very difficult to kind of put together the pieces of what Anything or any interaction may mean for you long term. You're not being asked to do any of that You're just being asked to experience Um, And I feel like that is what makes the season very frustrating and kind of mind-boggling because there's so many different times that the marker is continuously just moving and changing from day to day from minute to minute in terms of the the racing thoughts and ideas Um, that you may kind of face during the season as you're connecting with people and you're like, what is the the long-term impact of me connecting with this person? Is this thing gonna go somewhere? You know, like, or is this a waste of my time? Is this blah, blah, blah? And the season is like, yo, chill. We're here to have fun. But the really weird thing is that with this really weird undertone of having fun, people are still gonna be in their feelings feelings are still going to get hurt people are going to take things extremely personally you know and the gemini sun is like yo yo don't do all that um but once (laughs) mercury is in the ruling planet right is in cancer it's going to be like you know i don't want to take things personally but i'm taking this thing really really personally and it's making me really upset and why and everyone's like stop taking things personally and everyone's like i can't i can't you know and it's just like oh my god so it's just going to become like a thing It's just going to become a thing where shit gets really frustrating because everyone is in their feelings and upset and hurt about something that you said or something that you did or someone that you went on a date with or what, you know, it's just expected. Um, And there's not much that we can really do about it. Um, Overall, again, it's about a blind spot. And I think it's to kind of help us understand the things that we say, um, the ways that we think, in um, our attitudes, they can't just be words. They don't just mean nothing, you know? I feel like this is a season in, good in which you really learn how people feel, how people feel about you, um, how you feel about other people through the things that you say to them. Um, and that is, I think, what's gonna get people in trouble and I think that's the element of which, what can kind of really make or break particular situations. There are certain people where you're not very honest with them about how you feel about them um and for a good reason. Um there are instances where you're not very honest with people about how you feel about them to detri- to your detriment. Um and so all of those things kind of being confronted during this season. What I'm going to do, um I'm going to because I've pulled so many fucking cards, I'm going to pick out the cards that had popped up the most and talk through them um, just to, again to really put into perspective this blind spot energy that we are dealing with during Gemini season um, I will talk about um, the aspects 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 in whatever way that I can I don't want to be long-winded um, but yeah We're going to take a break. Um, The sound of the next part of the podcast will likely be radically different than what you're hearing now because right now I'm cooking. And at that time, I'll probably be getting ready to go to bed. So just expect that. Um, As you have likely noticed, there are ads in the podcast now because your girl is sponsored. Um, And so feel free to listen to them. That definitely is really helpful. Of course, I make money every time you listen to the ads and they're only 30 seconds long. You can also just turn the volume down as the ad is playing if you don't like ads. Okay. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Alrighty, we're back. Um, so I I think I've done a pretty good overview of um, the season in this episode I'm going to go over the first two weeks or the next week of Gemini season um, and then we'll get into and then there'll be a second episode that will be shorter hey twins two episodes um, that will talk about the the next uh, half of the season um, I wanted to start um, with the usually I finish with the oracle guidance but I'm going to start with it one thing that I um Or phrase, I don't know if I talked about this earlier. This episode has had so many different fucking drafts of it. I don't remember what parts of the episode actually exist anymore. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, uh, I had pulled Oracle Guidance. um, And so I had talked about the phrase, speak uh, truth to power. um, And that seemed like a really big, you know, it just was like, yeah, that's the the Gemini thing. That's going to be the Gemini moon thing. Uh, new moon thing that's happening on the 3rd. It's like, yeah, this makes hella sense. Um, and I, in, you know, in kind of like thinking about it a little further, you know, it, the idea of speaking truth to power is, it has its roots in the social justice realm where it's like, you know, there is power in naming the thing. There's power in calling shit for what the fuck it is um, and not allowing people to rewrite um, or kind of control the narrative um, of what is really kind of going on um, in our world. And it's very funny, um, or not really funny. I think if you are someone who started listening last year, you will realize that um, at the beginning, in the first episode, I think, um, that I did of the podcast, go back and listen. It was one of the ones about the eclipses. Um, it, there, the first eclipse in June there was this, um, it it formed like an X in the sky, this kind of what I referred to as a crossroad um, that decided what direction we would kind of go in collectively in terms of are we upholding societal structures and the needs of all of us collectively, or are we leaving room for individual growth um, success and nurturing um, for us able to kind of then move forward collectively, understanding that things start on the individual level. And then from there, they bloom and grow, blossom and grow on a community level. In this particular instance, of course, during that same month, we had saw all of the Roe v. Wade stuff that was kind of happening. And I definitely had mentioned Um, That when we got to this point of the North Node being in cancer, that the conversation around women's rights, reproductive rights, especially um, motherhood, womanhood, and then of course the Leo element added that element of children um, and even the inner child to that dynamic versus society versus communities, um, versus groupthink, you know, and so kind of all of that. And it's really unfortunate that that's kind of came full circle and we're revisiting that again. Um, and it's really weird because I feel like Gemini season, there will be this really, you know, as we've kind of seen over the last few weeks, there's going to continue to be this conversation about that. And I really think some very big decisions, um, this is kind of a things are kind of ramping up in terms of the decisions that will be made regarding that I think we will see by the end of the North Node cycle. And I, I, I'm afraid to kind of be very fatalistic with this, but the, this is, the decisions that are being made during this cycle are ones that are going to last a very long time. And so with that, there is this really big opportunity for us individually to really kind of fight and again, do that thing of speaking truth to power and that's not even just in this realm i did just want to bring that up because in a lot of the transits there is this polarization between the woman um between the womb and the system um and patriarchy and we'll see it again and again especially moving into cancer season it's going to get really really intense around the 19th um moving back to how this relates on a very personal level, of course, that could be something that relates to you on a personal level. But of course, it's always fun to not fun, but important to look at things and how they're kind of showing on a, a, a grand kind of scale. Um, with speaking truth to power, and I, and I mentioned that it's not something that's easy to do because of the opposition that we can face in being honest and in being t- and telling the truth. And it was very funny to me, the cards that came out The card that came out was listening for truth and it came out in reverse um and it was a um the number on the card is 36 which reduces to a nine it's talking about endings of cycle and endings of cycles and definitely with the I think the last day of the season there is an opposition between hold on let me just look really quickly There's an opposition between the moon and Pluto on the 19th of June. Um, that, again, will really show the intensity that's going into cancer season, which I think is going to be just as an, an intense because it's going to be the beginning of eclipse season. So just get ready. Um, prepare yourself now. Um, I think there's a lot of, you know, as I've kind of speaking with like kind of the emotional undertone that exists within people's, what people are saying, what the season is kind of forcing us to do once Mercury enters Cancer. And even in the first few days of the season is realize that a lot of times we are missing the point um, and we're missing the emotional undertone um of our ideas and our thoughts and where they come from you know our ideas our thoughts and our attitudes come from the way that we've been socialized they come from our background comes from our feeling and i feel like usually that's not part of the equation with gemini season but for this one in particular it really is and for many of us we're going to have to revisit some of the things that we've said during this time because you know in the at the beginning of july i believe um, Mercury is going to go retrograde. And so we're going to go back through this period and really have to re-examine the ways that we have kind of missed people's emotional triggers, the ways that we've kind of missed the, hmm, uh, the showing us the way that our thoughts and our ideas have not been nurturing our soul. Um, and nurturing what we need um and having to really acknowledge that, and again, a part of that, and then the other two cards are releasing allegiances and follow your own rhythm and it's kind of like in knowing that in doing so, there is going to be a need to be a lot more selective and very and really kind of dramatically change the type of people that we choose to be around um choose the things that we choose to accept from those um from what people are saying because in some way, in many ways, the things that people are saying and do, what we'll come to see when we get to the 19th is that a really big element of the things that people are saying and doing is about disempowering people. It's about being dishonest. It's about utilizing structures and the way that things exist in this time to hurt and harm people and not to to really allow people the space to grow, uh, the space to kind of nurture themselves. And that's the direction that the season is kind of going, you know? And again, this will manifest whether it's with, I, in some instances it will really be related to family. And I think that's something that's going to be really, you know, it's, it's difficult when it's a partner, it's difficult when, uh, you know, it may be a coworker or a job, but I feel like to a certain extent, sometimes those things are a little easier to let go of. You know, when I say partner, uh, no, I, I'll say what I said. Um, those are things that are a little easier than people like friends um, or family members, or maybe there is something that is a, a tradition that's also a really big element of um, both Capricorn and Cancer to be quite honest, is the idea of tradition and, and, and lineage and things like that. And to kind of have to abandon some of those particular things, I think it's a really big point for a lot of really deep transformative, mm, a lot of really deep transformative ancestral work that we're doing. I've seen a lot of posts about that lately. I mean, maybe it's just because the the particular content that I've um, been absorbing or like looking at or whatever but like there's definitely a lot of things related to ancestor work that people have been talking about and doing that's definitely something that I mentioned when in terms of the north node when it's like there is a lot of healing to be done again on a very personal level um, and also for your entire lineage and your entire family Um, what I had saw again releasing allegiances, following your own rhythm in that way and the numbers are 10 and 5 so that 10, again, is about endings and then follow your own rhythm is about that change and transformation. The When I had originally recorded the card that I pulled for the 19th, the last card was the tower. And I feel like the 19th will be that moment in which you know all of this shit is kind of bubbling up to the surface and we're kind of looking at people sideways about the things that they're saying or the things that they're thinking and we're like uh but like the 19th is a day where it's like yo that's enough i'm fucking tired and i'm done with this shit um and so i definitely seems like it's going to be a fight to acknowledge things as they truly are you're he again listening for truth you're hearing exactly what people are saying it's telling you everything that you need to know but because of maybe sometimes again the emotional ties and connection that we have to people that has the tendency to overrule the facts of a particular situation and make it difficult for us to make those very hard decisions. But I think in coming into the moment where you realize the disempowerment that comes from the things that people are saying and doing the way that the job is, the way that the family member, the partner, the whatever the fuck, your own ideas in some instances, they just may be an internal fight that you have with yourself. That is when you realize that the way that it is kind of constrained or chained you down um, to a particular area or way of life and in cancer season we are really going to be dramatically pushed and pulled once we get to those fucking eclipses y'all into this completely different direction and I think that's gonna make it's it's gonna be a little difficult you know that first week in cancer season is going to be hard um and we're going to again have to face some really difficult realizations and 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 things and i would say it's only difficult when there is that resistance and it's really funny because what i found throughout the entire reading there was this the four of wands kept popping out but it didn't feel like you know it's a card of union it's a card of coming together family marriage um stability it didn't feel like that it felt like stubbornness um it felt like egotism it felt like people's inability to kind of move past the structure or the way that they once viewed family. Um, and I mean that on your individual and and very literal way in terms of family as in those who surround you, but also family in terms of those who we choose to surround ourselves with and us all being collectively one and us all kind of relating and being interrelated to one another, that kind of sense of family as well. Um, and because of that, um, you know, again, we just left Taurus season. Taurus season is heavily about family. It's heavily about structures. But back in Taurus season, we redefined what our worth is. And now Gemini season is testing that through the things that people are saying, through the people that were, are approaching us and we, us having to really show the universe that we've been listening and that we trust it and that we're willing to kind of go into the direction that it asks us to do. Another card that came out was, what do you feel? And this is also another card that's about nines. And it's kind of going back to besides the feelings that you have based on the expectation and needs of others what are your particular feelings you know if something doesn't feel good it doesn't feel good you know and kind of being able to match up what you feel with the truth and using that to kind of move you forward is the thing that Gemini season is going to really make you do you know and I it's about to be just really uncomfortable I've already had my particular run-ins with this energy in the first couple of days and I'm just like this is hard um yeah let me read listening for truth and it was of course when I originally did it 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 just really matched really well Um, but let's see truth speaks to us constantly but not always in words Mm -hmm. it may communicate through a feeling that is hard to put into words but brings an inexplicable sense of peace trust and knowledge that somehow everything is going to work out perfectly even if there is little evidence of how it is all going to happen And again, it came out in reverse, you guys. So I think it kind of shows. And like I said, in this stubbornness that kind of exists and this desire to hold on, there's also a really big element of fear. You know, we came into the season with the moon in Capricorn. And of course, the and it was King Kunks to Mercury and the sun in Gemini. And so there is this kind of latent repressed fear um, and kind of fear of, acknowledging how you feel that we and kind of masking it with ideas and thoughts and blah 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 you know that was kind of the theme literally starting the season it really kind of set the tone so we will literally start the season with um Saturnian energy and we will end it with it as well and then we'll go into Gemini I'm sorry Cancer season where there will be that much more and it will be even more intense you know whereas it's kind of like an energy that's easily overlooked if we don't know what we're supposed to be looking for because of that King Kong's nature because of the aversion um it again can be really easy to not see that it will be crystal clear by the end of the season I can promise you that and it will be very fucking clear by the time these eclipses roll around let me continue sorry you are being asked to listen for truth beneath the words rather than the superficial message of the words themselves. This is especially true for the communications of those around you, the press, the newspaper, the mass media. You will begin to he- hear fear in the words and actions of those around you, even as they preach love listen deeper, listen for the truth. I think that's really funny given the, you know, of course people have had the conversation about around what pro-life really means, um, and how, you know, even in, you know, like most people who are pro-life are usually right, uh, far right, or are conservative. Um, and so they're being within that same kind of that exists within conservatism, there also is an inability to acknowledge the humanity of children who are in foster care. You don't want them to be adopted by gay families. Um, There are children being fucking killed or uh, molested and um, snatched away from their families um, and fucking dying um, alongside the borders, um, being held in fucking cages. You know what I mean? Um, There are children who cannot afford to eat. We have states taking away fucking... Um, school lunches, um, or punishing children for not being able to have food, we see you know there 's just so many ways in which there is you know we school to prison pipeline there are just so many examples of how this country does not give a fuck about children right, and so it 's like you know you matter from zero to nine months after that, who gives a fuck you know it 's um, the zero to nine months that you spent you know in in the womb, but after that you 're on your own, right, and we can see how fucked up you know life becomes for people not only in childhood but of course every person and the way that people exist today is a result of their childhood and that being said we can kind of see this widespread suffering mm, this widespread suffering of the inner child of people because of the experiences of childhood because of this inability the inability of this country to one respect women um and their agency but also to respect the you know the the importance of the role of, of motherhood and womenhood and in which it plays in nurturing the feminine, right? We've, we've talked about this before. Um, and of course, there also being that disrespect of that which comes from the woman, the child, um, and uh, not having a world that is conducive to seeing people being able to evolve into the best versions of themselves, which is why we see so, see so many people who walk around with wounded inner children. Right? Um, And so, a wounded or a wounded inner child. And so, sorry again to kind of deviate from the thing. Maybe I don't need to read all this. Um, But let me just kind of pick and choose some particular sentences. Um, Let's see. The oracle comes with a message of truth for you you are hearing something that is not being said and what you are hearing is truthful you may feel as though you are the only one that is ready to hear or see it perhaps you've been working in a situation or in a loving relationship where truth is consistently denied we can kind of describe that relationship that we have with our country where people refuse to believe that um society is a a little fucked right now. Um, we live in a world where truth is frequently avoided out of fear of what it may reveal. And of course, because of that, that is where that element of disempowerment, the Pluto element of things becomes, um, where there is this compulsion or even obsession with hiding reality from people and kind of morphing and transforming the issue into something larger than what it already is, the tower. Um, we live in a world where the truth is frequently avoided out of fear of what it might reveal. At the basis of such actions, consciously or not, it is deep sense of unhealed toxic shame. There we go. If if you or someone else is fearful of the truth will expose rather than free and heal, then some personal healing is required. It is time for letting go of old wounds in favor of a greater sense of self-love and acceptance. This is very much so just like the mutable energy kind of suggests, a very kind of transitional period um, or time um, astrologically in, in the Gemini, in, in the mutable season, right? And so because of that, when we get to cardinal water, it will be about the direction in which we are heading into emotionally. As I had mentioned in the previous episode, and, um, what my colleague Sean had said, is that it's about creating a new way to feel and it's creating a new way of feeling when understanding that in feeling what we do we increase our capacity to love we increase our capacity to nurture not just ourselves but others and this world right and so with that it's making the really hard decisions about who and what is not welcome into this next cycle of doing so okay all right um now we're going to get into the astrology portion we're just talking about the rest of May. Again, second episode will deal with the month of June. All right y'all. Okay. So we started um I just a card randomly came out. Oh, my whole deck is reversed. Um I had did like a quick uh prayer. Um prior to shuffling and, and my card came out well the queen of wands which is how I've been represented further so spirit is here spirit is ready to deliver these messages prepare to get read because my cards are shady as fuck because they are just of course a, a smaller version of my higher self <laughs> or, so, or a contained version of my higher self so they very much so are reflective of me on this plane but also in the spiritual plane where I also am equally as sassy and shady. Okay. Cool. Yes, come through. So we're starting talking about the cool. right on time. We're talking about the quarter moon on the 26th. First quarter moon. Moon is in, Pi- or fourth quarter moon. The moon is in Pisces at twelve thirty four p m one two three four y'all and that will be a square between the sun um and the um, um and the moon I will refer to this as The emptying... So the thing about... um, Sorry, I'm still shuffling. The energy between uh, Gemini and Pisces is that there is an element of confusion Um, Sue Tompkins in her Aspects in Astrology book um, refers to the Gemini... uh, The Gemini-Piscean square is one of the more confusing ones. Um, Because I think of the nature of the scatteredness where it's like Gemini is jumping everywhere to learn... Um, and kind of take in and share information and knowledge in a very um, in a very scattered way, but it does make sense, right? Um, but the Piscean, oh, this is our Kanye West day. <laughs> For those who don't know, okay, yeah, 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 this is what I was trying to talk about. This is our Kanye West day. So I say that because um, he has a Gemini sun and a Pisces moon, and we know how Kanye is. Um, now, you know, I will speak for myself. I will not speak for everyone else. I will say that I don't believe that he is an ill-intentioned person. Um, of course, that doesn't mean that he doesn't say or do things that are not um, responsible. I think it's very obvious that he does and says things that are not responsible based on, I think he's a very, when he chooses to be a very um, intelligent person. Um, as most Gemini, (laughs) most um, Geminis usually are. But, you know, one thing that I think is an issue with, I think this square is, or even with mutable energy in general, is what um, we like to refer to as moral relativism, right? Where it's like there, and we all naturally do this, um, where there's like a picking and choosing between what is and is not moral. And sometimes... Contradicting our moral beliefs very strongly in ways that are a bit, again, as we had mentioned earlier, paradoxical, um, and sometimes to the judgment of other people. This is definitely a day in which the when you're kind of going up with coming up with your goals, when you're thinking about the way that you would like to move forward, there is a disconnect, a very strong disconnect between the self and the feelings. And it can make it very easy for you to do or even other people to do and say things. I have not pulled a single card yet. Sorry. Um, to do and say things based on very kind of elusive, arbitrary, and maybe even unrealistic, um, goals, um, or ideas or feelings. Sorry, I got confused um at the bottom of the deck we have why is this out um yeah um the it could be yeah there could be some really kind of shitty ideas or ideals that we're kind of chained to um because of in a way a very delusional yeah that makes a lot of sense a very delusional way of looking at the past and because of the inability to kind of look into the past in in the way that we should there can be a very big um, inability to acknowledge or see truth or things for what they really are so it's like you want to go into a particular direction but there is an inability to kind of be honest with oneself about the way that things looked about your particular habits and how they kind of stand in the way of yeah of um, of you being able to to get to get to those things right so it could be like you know you have an idea for or you're offered okay that's why those cards came out um, offered um, a particular um, deal or opportunity um but there is some way that you have forgotten or refused to see that there are particular steps or things that you may have possibly overlooked um, or looked past purposely or not purposely, uh, purposely or not, yeah, purposely or not purposely kind of looked past or swam past because it was kind of difficult to kind of contend with. And because of that, in order to kind of move forward, you do have to face that. You do have to face that you were wrong yeah it's definitely an element of being wrong or being kind of chained to things that are a little bit kind of like problematic or things that were hurtful um and not only hurtful to you but possibly hurtful to other people it could also be that this is happening to you as well there is a a perspective change that is needed um and kind of it's in a way a middle ground um it's kind of like a middle ground as we're approaching the gemini new moon we're not even a middle ground but kind of like a quarter ground because this is like a, a marker as we're leading to the the gemini new moon where it's like we're coming into a space where we're understanding and seeing that our thoughts and feeling um the thoughts that we have um the idea about how we should connect how we should proceed how we should learn um and kind of um, in a way master or kind of create or develop this particular toolkit for ourselves is limited by past decisions that we are kind of overlooking and being a little bit delusional about. And for that reason, we're kind of have this check-in point where it's like, look, I need you to look and see based on the things that you've done before where you need to make some adjustments, right? And I think in a particular way there are particular there are emotions that people are holding on to that are not allowing them to do that, whether it is shame, um whether it is yeah, in some instances it's shame, I think in some instances it's kind of having um a kind of victim complex for some, uh for others it's about absolving or um avoiding responsibility, um, there is an element of self-deception or a way that one has deceived themselves in the past that they don't want to see, um, but they have to kind of acknowledge that to move forward, um, and kind of be able to kind of create and come into this cycle in a different way. Memorial Day weekend is not fun, my god. Let's fast forward to, okay, yep, and we're gonna keep going to the 29th, yeah, um <laughs> woo yes, and then the deception card came out. Yup. Emotional deception. Being emotionally deceptive. It's like on the 29th we have a square between Neptune and Mercury. Um I've talked about this before. Yep, cool. Um I've talked about this before in relation to um, China has this aspect Um, well no they have the conjunction in their eighth house Um, and I talked about the in relation to the um, one child rule um, and how the ideal of in a way wanting to do to control the population um, turned into a really big thing where now there is a shortage of women there was female infanticide was really big because people were kind of Glorifying having a male child, and you know, thought male children were more of value, um, and so with that, that kind of being able to kind of turn and transform into this crisis now, in which women have so there are less women, but also the expectations for men are that much higher um, in in terms of women being able to kind of choose who they would like as their partner there's many options available. And lots of times people have to be very rich um, to get married. Um, And then, you know, that's just one example of that. And so with that, there is a really big element of deception. It's definitely a day where you will likely kind of someone, people may be lying to you, you may be lying to yourself, you may be lying to someone else. Um, And it won't necessarily be on purpose. In some instances, if people are smart enough, it may be on purpose. But I think a big element of it is, uh, you know, having a particular ideal of how you want things to go, um, or having a particular ideal about what you want something to kind of become. And because of that, and I think in some instances, you, you may feel like you have to bend or contort the truth, um, or words and even feelings to get what it is that you want. Um, and you kind of see that it is very kind of, or people seeing that it's very critical. Like, well, if I told you the truth, you know, you wouldn't have, I don't know, you wouldn't have dated me. Or if, if I told you the truth, you know, you wouldn't have signed this deal. Or if I told you the truth, you would think I'm a bad person or, you know, whatever, you know, kind of situa- situation, situation it may be, um, where it's like, having a really difficult time and I think it's a really weird thing because it's like all of this is done with the desire to manifest what it is that someone wants whether that is for better or for worse and be, and because of that there it, it can kind of create a, an environment in which people are again being dishonest and not being trustworthy with one another um, especially in terms of love because the the next day um, and I think it's also a day in which, you know, we can see, it's also a media, di- w- that's also a day to watch what's happening on the news. There may be some kind of deceptive or wild shit that's said on the on, on TV. Um, there may be things that are really related to kind of like fear mongering or really trying to get people riled up. Um, and I say that because also the moon is in Aries on the 29th, the 30th and the 31st. And so it will be very easy for people to be, uh, well, not necessarily the 31st. Around 1 a.m., the the moon is going to change into Taurus. So more so the 29th and the 30th. It will definitely be a day to kind of watch um, in terms of how people feel and kind of watch how the media, yeah, um, kind of plays games and kind of gets people kind of riled up and started. There may be something that's said On the 29th, that is a lie. Um, I'm thinking, watch out for our president. Um, On the 29th and then the 30th, it will be something that escalates or turns into something else or there's a situation in which someone kind of gets upset over words that were said it could be something that expresses itself in government it definitely could be something that expresses itself in government um because later on in that day there will also be a square between um the moon and saturn and then the moon in pluto so it's definitely a kind of emotionally volatile day um especially for things related to the government It is a day to be careful with your money. It is a day of love for some. I think in some instances, if you... While there is an opportunity to be of that... You know how I was kind of talking about before, of that kind of deceptive energy that's there. Um there may be an instance on the 29th where like you have a there may be an instance in which you catch somebody in a lie um and in the yeah ooh shit um and in the next day it's kind of the face there is an opportunity to kind of talk through it um and express the feelings I don't know if they will be expressed in a very uh, very positive way um for some people yeah um, this same sequence came out when I had originally done this it's like two people in whatever circumstances, this doesn't even have to be a relationship this also could be within you are coming into play and it's a really big conversation about authenticity um, I think the person someone or maybe even both people are coming to this situation with their guard up um likely because of some previous heartbreak that they've had um or have even un- inflicted upon someone and so there's kind of like this weird guardedness that both parties have where they're trying to be their their true selves but it is in a way kind of cloaked um by this kind of uh, by cloaked by fear um and, and, a, and a desire not to necessarily mention or kind of say explicitly what has hurt them kind of for fear that it will kind of turn out the same exact way interesting what else can i get and it <laughs> spirit spirits like walk away bro like yeah interesting and it's like okay what they're saying if this relates to you They're saying that you need to walk away from the emotional baggage. That there is opportunity that is missed. (laughs) There is potential opportunity or union that is missed because of this kind of dwelling in the past and this desire to kind of fight, to speak to, ah, yeah, the fighting energy of the Aries um, moon. It's about, you know, maintaining and defending your feelings, but you're not but in doing so you're not creating a situation that's conducive to like people being able to kind of see eye to eye with one another and then the moon card comes out and it's like be guided by your intuition and what your intuition is kind of telling you about the person and their intent that was a really big thing it can be a little bit difficult to do because of all of the neptunian energy that's rolling around give yourself space give yourself time I think that's one thing to kind of think about, and also there. This is also a really big polarizing debate day. We have Mercury and Jupiter opposite one another, so it can be very difficult. It it may be a day in which you kind of see that your beliefs um, are not aligned with your current ideas, um, or kind of seeing that you're in. It can be different in in different ways. Seeing beliefs that counter or are opposite of what you are your particular attitudes um or even things related to your childhood could be a situation in which there is argument with siblings as well um and this instance that I'm talking about also can be related to siblings um, and I think what this is kind of pushing. You or anyone who's involved in this situation in some particular way is towards a kind of change and transformation in the way that we view particular structures of happiness in our life, um, and kind of being able to move and spin the dire- the wheel in the direction of what is most fulfilling to us, um, and in that instance, having to kind of combat and work with some very hard truths about what we're feeling. Um, And in part of that, allowing space to kind of transform, allowing space to empower oneself to feel like you don't have to defend um, or fight other people to kind of be heard or to be kind of authentic. I think the authenticity is kind of shown through how loud and how angry one can be rather than just kind of speaking from a place of what is really kind of felt you know one of the issues with Aries is that the um, them being so uh, sensitive sometimes there is an an inability to kind of acknowledge and let that side come out because of course it is um, there is a certain amount of weakness that is seen um, in vulnerability right Um, and in this element and in this in particular it seems as though there, the universe is kind of like yo like lighten up like all this really kind of tense emotional energy that's in the air that's making people very defensive um and is making people kind of feel very conflicted and creating tension that is inside um that is creating conflict externally if that makes sense um and because of that it can be a day where dif- relationships with people are a little bit difficult the next day the 31st is a little better oh yeah that's a mercury king kunks the saturn is on the 30th so again it's in that energy of like missing the point and kind of not seeing the emotional undertones and the things that you're saying and the person internalizing that and taking it very personally um, and possibly missing how you're reinforcing some particular kind of structure or some tor- sort of limitation or fear that is in someone. I think I kind of mentioned that in a way. Um, hmm, why is that out? And then Mercury will be King Kunks Pluto the next day. So that also could be a very difficult day. Um, in terms of love, um, it, the 31st is a day where, ooh, yeah, um, Thank you um Venus is trying Saturn this shit <sighs> more deception y'all again it can be self-deception it can be deception outside of you a, a really big thing is remember what I said before in listening for truth if something is telling and that's why I was telling you to talk to listen to your intuition Because if something is telling you that something is off, something is off. Um, This is a day to kind of be... Yeah. Um, If meditation is something that allows you... Yeah. Okay. If meditation is something that allows you to gain clarity, do it. If taking a nap gives you clarity, do that. Um, Pay attention to your dreams on the 31st. The 31st is my mama's birthday. Um... And she's an Aries moon. Oh, that's cute. She has the moon in her in her sign on the day of her birthday. That's cute. Um, Sorry, tangent. Um, I yeah. There may be a. it can be really easy to kind of dwell emotionally on this day it's another It's um, the moon will be conjunct um, Uranus as I mentioned before that's either breakthroughs or breakdowns Venus will be trying to Saturn that's cute But overall, it looks like it's pointing to, yeah, I think there's an element of confusion. I feel like lots of people are kind of, maybe because of how someone has acted or because of something that someone has said, um, there is a bit of self-deception at play. So in a way, it can be a little bit manipulative. um, And it kind of has people stuck on dwelling in the past um, uh, there seems to be kind of an invitation towards a new direction. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. These things are kind of sort of not related. Um, in element of the Venus trine, um, to Saturn, it's definitely an opportunity for you to kind of come up with or come into the, the awareness of some, um, a new, um, financial start. Um, or being able to kind of go in a different direction financially or to be able to secure or kind of create some sort of long-term financial goals that you may have for yourself, that's good. Um, with that, there there's the possibility of being able to collaborate with people. However, there is this element of being very careful of who you, again, that idea of your intuition of who are you are choosing to do this with. In some cases there are people or a particular person possibly an earth sign, maybe a Taurus. Um the Taurus could be the person who is offering you the opportunity to kind of collaborate and work with them. It it could be fruitful. It could not. It varies. This is general. Please remember that. There's also this weird um there's this Knight of Swords energy. There could be a uh, an air sign it's being a little abrasive okay um that's being a little abrasive and intense what it could be is that this person um is coming in really kind of intensely and they're doing and saying a lot to kind of distract from the point that they're kind of pulling you into a particular direction emotionally um with their words and kind of being a little bit verbally like a little bit manipulative um, and kind of having you caught up and kind of stuck in the past. And all of that kind of standing in the way of, again, this new direction that you're trying to go in financially and the kind of creative risks and ventures that you're wanting to kind of take. So be aware of that. Um, interesting. Yeah, with that, Mercury kind of cream to, to to... Um, Pluto, be careful some people yeah use your intuition some people could be trying to to run game make sure that the um, it's fair some people are trying to pull you into some old patterns and things a lot of times these people could kind of be pulling at your kind of fear especially if there is like a strong lack mentality that you have, especially in terms of like money and about what is or is not possible, they may try to use that against you. Again, use your intuition. If something is fear and anxiety based and makes you feel limited or afraid, and that's the way they're trying to pressure you into making these particular decisions, walk the other way. Yeah. And I think this person knows... Um, they know how hard things have been for you in the past and I think they're trying to use that to kind of con you or kind of play this game with you watch out Um, the next day Venus is King Kong's Jupiter be careful Um, uh, there's a person on Twitter Astrocologist I think that's his name he's an astrologer he was saying, he retweeted Candace Owen um, and Cornel West kind of arguing on Fox News. I don't know why Cornel West was on Fox News. And he was talking about, um, she was calling, saying Maxine Waters has a low IQ. And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? But basically, you know, she was trying to call this woman stupid. um, And saying it was a fact that this person was stupid. This is a day where it's like, value, again, this going into that idea of that person running game on you, it's like, they really are kind of trying to, not only are they playing with your fears, but they're also trying to sell you dreams as well, and are being very unrealistic in terms of the possibilities of the way that things can go so be careful yeah you can't get caught up in this emotionally it has to be a very practical decision that you make definitely you know it's about intuition it's about the direction that you're kind of going in making sure that what they're asking of you aligns with that also recognizing it may be an instance in which someone is trying to disempower you um, or trying to steer you in the wrong direction, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, just watch out that day. Watch out um most of the week, unfortunately on the second the moon moves into gemini and we have a trine between venus and pluto deep intense magnetic connections money is power money is power um let's see they may that may have been all they had to say about this um any final words for June 2nd? Cool. Um. Yeah. It. They're really kind of saying you need to take control. Oh, what's that? Control of your emotions. Yee, the emperor in reverse. Yeah. It, it can be... Going back to that conversation about authenticity and this kind of sense of self that we have... To some extent, our feeling... Yeah, and then the authenticity card came out. Um, Our personal... Sometimes our ego can make us overlook really important red flags. Um, Sometimes our feet... And, you know, sometimes the... Again, the ego is oftentimes driven by fear. And we can kind of let our fears get in the way and we think that we're calling the shots and we're letting someone kind of pull the strings for us. That's an an Aries thing um that happens to Aries sometimes. And so there is a need to kind of backtrack and and really look. Yeah. It seems like someone is trying to offer you something. And to be quite honest, I don't know if you should take it. For some people, it's worth it. I'm sorry, that's just the way that things work. I okay. What it's say, no, what it's saying is this. So, and I'll go back to what I was saying. So, for some people, it will be worth it, and some people will be not. It will not be with well, the bottom of the deck switched from the four of wands, and for some other people, it's the five of pentacles. For some people, it could be a situation in which you will pull yourself into a cycle that is. You know, creating a strong foundation um, is kind of moving you towards happiness, towards union, um, towards um, something that you've kind of been looking for and wanting. For other people, it is a situation in which you will kind of find yourself left out in the cold, um, possibly financially, and then having to kind of put the pieces together and then figure it out and go (laughs) find the happiness for yourself and do the, the work to kind of reap that for yourself. I can say if that is the case for you And if that's the direction you kind of see things going in There's no need to worry It's going to work itself out How long? I don't know But it will work itself out Um, I think and what it's asking you is Or what it's kind of saying is like Remember who you are Remember what you stand for um, Remember what is authentic What is aligned with you and and make your decision based off that there is an indecisiveness again i think this person has and yes yes with that it's kind of talking about divine truth that deception card keeps coming up um divine truth right and kind of coming into an understanding of like what is spirit saying to me what is spirit what is the direction that spirit wants me to go into keep in mind the next day is that new moon in um in gemini um, and of course, we talked a bit about this in the beginning. So I think you, you kind of know where this is going to. This really big element of truth and deception is kind of cloaking the season. Um, because again, it has a lot to do with deception of the self, but also out people trying to kind of deceive you and kind of trick you into not into doing things that are not conducive to to you moving forward or conducive to you kind of going into your authenticness in some instances I don't think people are gonna really fall for this but again if you do it's okay like don't be upset with yourself (laughs) some people ah, I see what it is it's like in the offer and I don't okay I do not think that you should take the offer some people already will see that and know that Because they're going back to that foundation, that sense of self-worth that they chose for themselves and created for themselves back in tourist season. Some people will not choose that. And there will, in a way, have to kind of take those particular lessons. And if it doesn't work out that way, there had to be more that you had to learn or see. Um to kind of move yourself towards making the right directions. In some instances, I do feel like people are making the same mistakes over and over again because they're not choosing themselves. Um, that's just a fact. Um, sorry, let me not... You No, okay. Yeah, that, that's just a fact. Um, some people are just not choosing themselves and, and not being honest with themselves, which is why they keep finding themselves going back into these situations. Um, yeah, it's like, remember who you are. Don't let your ego get in the way especially when oops sorry it comes to you being pulled in a particular direction emotionally because someone is trying to manipulate you Alrighty, that's all we're doing for now um thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for your patience i'm happy i did this when i did it um it's turned out really well um i'm going to drink some water because my mouth is dry and then i'm gonna do the second reading or second half and again that will be from the new moon to cancer season that we'll be talking thank you so much for tuning in for readings astrology tarot or otherwise dm me on social media twitter instagram my handle is you woman you y-o-u woman you thank you so much for listening bye